Hi, Dad. Hi. <laughs> You're right. Where are we? We're in the greenhouse again. Our favourite place. Our favourite place. We decided we would come and talk to you while yeah. we're sitting here, surrounded yeah. by tomato plants, cucumber plants, uh, chilies, and what else? Lettuce. Uh, some flowers, marigolds. Marigolds, which are growing yeah, like they're, mad. They're growing like mad, actually. They're growing too big. About two feet, would they? Would you say that? Yeah, about two feet? feet high. Yeah, I should have got the miniature ones because they're a bit too high. It looks great though. Everything's green. Everything. The tomatoes green. are going crazy. Yeah, and the cucumbers. Look at those cucumbers over there. Yeah, we haven't got any actual tomatoes yet, but soon I think we'll have. Uh, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another another two weeks. We should we should have tomatoes coming through. So, yeah, why are we here? Well, me and my dad, um, we went to Cyprus in March, which is where my dad is from, and basically we just wanted to tell you about the trip, and uh, okay, yeah. we just wanted to talk to you about it, because it was a great trip, wasn't it? It was wonderful, yeah, wonderful. It was the first time we've been away to a different country, I guess, just me and you. Yeah, that's um, right, yeah. And father and daughter. Father and daughter, a special time that I'll yeah. always remember. And we just really wanted to tell everyone about it because I was posting some pictures online and people had so many questions yeah. and were so interested. So, yeah, if you've listened to a previous episode with my dad, we did talk about where you're from and everything. Yeah. Um, so we won't cover that in this episode. But why did we go to Cyprus, Dad? Well, uh, I did the DNA test. Um, to, to see to see what uh, where I come from and everything else and um, a, a Turkish person got in touch with us because he did one also and found out that um, uh, back in 1860 uh, there was a girl called Anastasia who ran away with the Turk uh, brought up a family and so so um, we wanted to know where she was, where she came from, uh, learn more about her, actually. Yeah. Um, and also we wanted to know uh, where she was buried, because we heard that she was buried in Bila. Which is my dad's village. Which is the village I come from. And, and we wanted to show our respects. Pretty much that was why. And a little... What's that noise? I don't know. Outside. Sorry if you can hear gardening. There is gardening noises. But basically, for a little bit of context... So, we don't have that much information about our family, do we? No, we don't. No, because it's, it's, the, it's the way that they uh, do the names in uh, Cyprus. Um, when, when you have a, a baby, uh, you call his surname after your fa- the father's first name. So, it's not a continuation of that surname. And therefore, you can't go back and find out your family tree. Uh, because it just dies off from uh, you, only, you only know as far as your grandparents. Yeah. Uh, be, you know, before that, you don't know anything about anybody. And there's no official records uh, either. There's not there? really good official records, no. Um, there is some records in the church, I suppose, uh, where you were christened uh, and your name would be in there, or when your, your, your parents were married, so it would, it would tell you who their parents were. But it's very, very difficult to find. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we don't so even we have many photos, do we? Which no. personally, I've always felt kind of sad about because most people have fa- photos of their family. Yeah, but we didn't have we didn't have um, cameras in Cyprus at that time. And I suppose this is probably a common story from a lot of people who had to immigrate to a different country mm, or who grew yeah. up poor or things like that. It's not just us. It's no. It's, it's 
it applies to lots of people. Lots, lots of people that came from uh, Cyprus. Yeah. Uh, because it was it was quite backward actually, in, in many sense, uh, with technology and everything else. I mean, for example, which, when I was a kid, we didn't have any television. In fact, we didn't have any radio. In fact, we didn't have any electric. <laughs> yeah. We had, a, we had an oil lamp. So you definitely didn't have any pictures. <laughs> so, so there's no way you're going to get pictures, are you? No. Yeah. And I feel like maybe some people take it for granted because it's nice. We have a few pictures. We've got one of your granddad. We've got one of you when you were growing up with your brothers. Yeah, yeah but that, that, that was in London. It was taken in London. Yeah, yeah. I think the one of your granddad is the only one. It's we the have. only one we have, yeah. And it's like you crave, or I personally, I crave, like, just to see what they're like or yeah. to see if they look like you. Or That's right, yeah. We have stories, but it's yeah. nice to have pictures. So if you have pictures of your um, family, don't take them for granted because yeah. it's nice to know your history. That's right, yeah. So... Basically, yeah, we did the DNA test. I think it was on 23 and me, so organised all that. Then this Turkish guy is called... What was his name? Hassan, I think his name Hassan. is. Yeah. So, yeah, we have our common ancestor with this guy, Turkish guy, yeah. is Anastasia, yeah. who was our ancestor. Yeah. And your great-great-great-auntie? Great-great-great-auntie, yeah. So your dad's great-auntie. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was the reason. Um, one of the reasons. One of the reasons. Yeah, one of the reasons. And but we couldn't find her, unfortunately. Unfortunately, which was sad actually. Wasn't it was sad. We'd been searching the cemetery for hours, and then we went to the Turkish cemetery as well. We searched that for hours, and just couldn't find any trace whatsoever. Uh, I suppose the reason why is because they don't keep cemeteries. Um, Forever. Once a person dies, after a few years, it gets forgotten. So they use the, the grave for somebody else. Um, so, so we don't have any record like you do in the UK, where you can go to the cemetery and find people died in 1670 and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the oldest grave that we found in Cyprus was about 1920 or something. Yeah, early 1900s. Early, early 1900. And to make it harder, because of the name issue, which my dad spoke about, we actually... Um, I can't remember what name did they say she had her last name. It was a specific name. Oh, I, can't, um, I can't remember it actually. What was it? What was it? It was different to what we know as our... We have two surnames we know, don't we? No, three, I suppose. Mm. My grandmother's maiden name. Yeah. Pavlou. Pavlou, yeah. Our name, Tasu. Yeah. And then your my granddad's name, Chrysostomus. Chrysostomus, yeah. So we couldn't find even a surname related to those, and it may be even different. So even if we did find, it would be so difficult. Yeah, it would be. It we would went be. to the Turkish cemetery, which was really sad as well. Mm. And I have to say, though, although we didn't find her, I think it was important we went back with the memory of her. Mm. Um, just to add a bit of context, Dad, can you explain to people, how would it be for a Greek girl in Cyprus to run off with a Turkish man at that mm. time? Well, in those days, in the 1800s, uh, the two communities kept apart because of religious reasons. Um, for example, if you if you wanted to get married to a Turkish person, the church won't marry you, and the same applies to the to the to the Turkish side, if unless you change your religion. Mm. Yeah. So she she probably had to change her religion to be able to get married to to this guy that she that she wanted to get married to. Um, so it's very difficult and. And, and because of that, because of religion, 
um, you get disowned if you mm. wanted to marry somebody outside your religion. So our family would have disowned us. And our family would have disowned her completely. And I can, in the, I can imagine how she felt. Uh, she probably felt very lonely. She felt lost. Um, even mm. though she, she brought up a good family. Um, but she would have felt lost, I think. So and, we, reje and rejected. Yeah, to not yeah. be with her, which is our family as well. Let's That's not right, forget. Yeah. It's, That's right. It's so so I, feel, I feel awful about her because they should have done that. But th that was a culture at the time. But that was a culture at the time, unfortunately. Yeah. And also, it's sad because it's not really that many generations away. And you know, you wish you could just talk to her or know that person. Mm. It's sad. Or even if you found a grave, would have felt better because at least would have shown her respect. Yeah, mm. but in a way. The trip in itself was respectful to her, I think, because yeah. we went with that intention. And I still think about her, and you wonder about her. Yeah. At least someone is. And thinking, obviously, being the same name as you. Well, <laughs> isn't that crazy? And yeah. also, we have to mention that names are not coincidental. No, they're not. In Cyprus or Greek no, tradition. Could you explain that? Please? I'll explain that. Um, traditionally, if you have a baby, you always call them after your family, your, fa your father's name. Uh, and it usually goes like, it's the father's father's name first, mm -hmm. and then the mother's name second, uh, and then thirdly, uh, any relation that's in the is in the family. So that's the reason why you're called Anastasia, because my father's Anastasis. Yeah. And that's a, f a male term, Anastasia. So Anastasia is a female part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the reason why you're called Anastasia. Uh, my oldest daughter is called Athena. That's after my mother. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so the names you can follow the names through, uh, because they they won't change over the years. They still be the more or less the same names in the family. So, Anastasia, I am really because I always thought it's weird because Bapur, that's what I call granddad, is like my only one, and I have a cousin also with that name. Yeah. So now we've kind of found the connection to him mm. because. Your dad would have been named Anastasis after somebody else, after Anastasis. someone else. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So that's how you follow the name through. Yeah. Uh, and that's the reason why it's a, it's a coincidence that Anastasia, we were trying to find eighteen sixty. She was born in eighteen sixty. Yeah. Uh, it's the same name as you. We are linked directly yeah. through our name, which is so special actually, it is. isn't yeah. it? To yeah. find this out. Yeah. Was I mean the story in itself is amazing to find that in your own family. Yeah. But the fact that we share the name is mm. special, I think. That it is, yes. It links it us to the past. It does, yes, definitely. Um we of course we didn't find her when we were there, like we're saying, but there are other avenues we can take. Like my dad said, the church actually will hold all the records and those are sent to like a town hall in Cyprus. Um so I am gonna be emailing them with all we know and even if we don't find her we might find some something. Just yeah, from we'll our find family. some of yours out, yeah. Yeah. But while we were there, we did visit the graveyard, like we're saying. And who did we find there, Dad? Because that was interesting. I found my uncle. My uncle. Uh, it, it was called Andreas, and I just couldn't believe the resemblance because there's a photo on his grave. Yeah. I think he died about I don't know forty years ago. Yeah, something. Or Thirty like years that. ago, something like that. And I found the photo of him that looks exactly like my brother. Exactly. Honestly, I mean, it I, could I, be you, him. Could, you could be confused if you look at the picture. I showed the picture to several people that know my brother, and they say, yeah, that's Tom, yeah, my brother. Even the hair. Even the, the hair, hair and the expression and everything, yeah. It could have been Tom, couldn't yeah, it? Yeah, it could have been. Um, just seeing the photo is special, really, isn't yeah, it? Because it was. 
it's so nice to see that. We also saw my dad's auntie yeah. um, in the graveyard, and that was so lovely because we loved her so yeah. much. So we paid our respects and we left her yeah. a nice plant. That's right, yeah. And we also saw your grandma, who I have never seen a picture of. Was it your grandma? I don't know. Which one was that? The little old lady in the black, like this. Ah, that was my grandmother, yes. Yeah. My, on my father's side, yeah, my father's mother. Which is amazing yeah. to see and a I, photograph of her. She was called Anna as well. Oh, yeah, of course she was, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she was called Anna. And um, we saw some other of your dad's relations who, they all look so similar, and yeah. I was looking at them thinking, God, that really looks like me. Yeah, it's yeah. really weird. Yeah. But it was special, but also sad, that feeling of, like, happy sad, isn't it? Mm. I'm happy that we went, but... I don't We're know. disappointed that we couldn't find her grave. Yeah, but overall it was an amazing trip. And also while we're on this subject, so the, the village my dad is from, my dad has always told me so many stories about it because it's always been split, hasn't it? Between yeah. It was always mixed, Greeks and Turks in the village. But we all got, we got on very well together. Uh, I remember when I was a kid. In fact, one of the Turkish people actually saved my life uh, because I was played in the street. I was only about one or two years old. Playing in the street, and um, there was a heart and uh, horse and car that bolted. Yeah. And they were running towards me to run me over, and he took me out of the way. So, uh, you know, so we, we got on very well together in the. Um, also, my mother had. Um, uh, my mother was a seamstress who used to make uh, clothes for the people in, uh, in, in, in Bila, in the village. And she always had two or three apprentices following her. And, and teaching them how to sew, and, and two of them were Turkish as well. Yeah. So, so we we got on very well together. There was no, there was no animosity between us. And if you don't know about the history of Cyprus, there's been a lot of conflict between the Greek people and the Turkish people That's in right, Cyprus. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of it also made worse by the war with the UK, the Britain, and other. There's a lot of history. It's there. all political. It's, it's just political. That's all it is. If you take the normal person in the street. Um, they're, 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 not, they're not concerned about politics. But it's the politicians that make it, um, make it difficult and, and, and put one community against the other. Yeah, and I, and I always was... I actually assume, because I've been to Cyprus before, but not really to your village, and I assumed that there would be some kind of hostile environment, but there actually... Isn't. There was none at all. You none know, was. my dad's village is an example of how people can live alongside each other. Regard, yeah. There's a mosque In fact, there's the there's only village in Cyprus, you know, that has both communities in it. Isn't that amazing? Because it's on the border. Uh, it's the only village. So within one street, there was like a... Um, what would you call the Mukta? Uh, Mukta, he was the... Um, uh, mayor? Like the mayor of the village or the sheriff of the village or... I, I suppose the sheriff more than anything. Like It's like a, pol like a policeman. Uh, he holds records, death and um, births and everything else. It's, so, it's a bit like... Uh, they're like the mayor, I should say. So there's a Turkish one and, and the, the Greek, Greek one. one. That's and right. then you've got a mosque, a beautiful mosque and a beautiful church. That's right, yeah. Then you have the Turkish shops yeah. and the Greek shops. That's right. Even uh, casinos. Yeah, oh, there's lots of casinos because, because the laws don't apply there. <laughs> because it's both communities on the border. So they don't follow any laws, <laughs> whether it's Greek or Turkish. It's they do their own thing there. <laughs> yeah, it's a very unique place. And very. Like my dad was saying when we were there, if someone knows you're from Billet, they know what it's like. Yeah, it has yeah. a reputation almost for being this... That's right. It's a special place, I would say. It and is special. 
no one bothers each other. There's no weird environment. In no. fact, when we were talking to people, the, the Greek people and the Turkish people know each other by name and That's everyone right. is right, fine. Yeah. And I think it's important for me to visit that and feel the... The vibrations. The vibrations, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And although it was sad we didn't find anesthesia, how amazing that we got to and that's, spend that's, time That's become there. your best place in Cyprus, isn't it? Oh, my it? God. Your favourite. Favourite place. Yeah. The bigger cities are obviously lovely in Cyprus. I recommend... It's a really nice place to go, actually. But to be able to visit the village where our family is from is so important to me. Mm. And it gives you a bit of hope to see that all this conflict and rubbish is irrelevant really right. it is irrelevant it can is. you tell me why the you told me the other day the reason that the turkish people and the greek people were living side by side what happened when they refused something happened in billa well well during the war in i think it was 1976 or something something like that um they some turks came from another village up north and asked the Turks to join the war and fight the Greeks in the village. And the Turks in the village said, no, no, we're not. Yeah. We get on quite well, we don't want to fight, we don't want to have a war between them. So they refused. How special is that that they did that? So because of that, they have this history of, even maybe if they don't see eye to eye on certain things, yeah. there's some community there. Of course there is, yeah. And it yeah. runs deep, doesn't it? It does, yeah. And I have to say, we also visited the house where you were born. Yeah, well, and it's, lived. it's a ruin now. Now, that is an emotional mm. day, really, wasn't mm. it? Mm. And the picture that people liked the most when I was sharing the pictures was you standing in front of your house. And so many people said, God, I wonder what your dad was thinking. Or, you know, what a weird feeling. Because my dad. You've had a good life, Dad, and you you live in a nice house and you're comfortable. You don't have to worry about no. the village issues no. now. But to see the place you grew up was just, I mean, it is just a room. Mm. How did you feel when you were looking at that? It, I became quite emotional, actually, because uh, it made you look back and where you came from. Um, yeah, that's it, emotional. You know as well, there's something about being there. I mean, to anyone else, they might just think it's rubble. Yeah. But to know, just to look at the walls, how mm. the walls were built, or the mm. ceiling, and to think of all these stories you've told me, and that's where you came from. That's right. Yeah. Is important for me to see, I think. Yeah, and, of course, yeah. And, but it is an emotional thought, really, mm. isn't it? And mm. don't you think as well, I don't know, in the village and where you grew up, they just feel, there's just like history. There's so much pain Mm. It, I don't know, you, Cyprus has something about it. There's like something in the soil. Yeah. You yeah, can yeah. feel that people went through a hard time. Of there. course they have. It was, it's a poor village. Um, even though, I mean, during the war and after the war, the Second World War and after the war, uh, there was not much things going on. You, know, you couldn't find special food to eat or special things yeah. or clothes or Job anything food. else. So you had to make everything yourself. Yeah. So it was hard times. Even the fabrics, you make your own fabrics. Every house at that time, if you go back um, 70 years, they had a loom in there. Yeah. So they can weave their own sheets and pillowcases and, uh, and fabric to make shorts and shirts. Um, so we're quite self-sufficient, in fact. Uh, we, did, we didn't need to have anything imported from elsewhere. Uh, we, we, we grew our own food. We, we ate... Uh, food from the village, and it was all seasonal. 
So at certain times of the year, you cannot eat those things. And which eat is healthy, really, isn't it? Which is healthy, yes, of course it is. And basic stuff, you know, it's not, nothing special. It's almost like now, you know, there's a trend <coughs> for, like, being self-sufficient. And all ah, that. Yeah. It's very trendy, but ah, yeah. then it wasn't a trend. You just no, had to do it because you were poor. We just had to do it. I mean, let's say for a, we didn't have a butcher shop, right, in the village. So what would happen is um, every house, if you've got a small yard... They would bring up a pig, for example, and they would bring it up to a full size and then call someone to butcher it up. And all the village came and bought from you. And the following week, they did the same, and you went and bought with somebody else. So, so every, all the village lived from buying food from each other. More of a yeah? community, really. And if you didn't have any money, right? If you didn't have any money, my, my mother used to make clothes for people. Uh, they would give her a bag of potatoes or something yeah. just for making a dress for them. Like trade, right? Yeah, or, okay, or, t- yeah. or five kilos of wheat, yeah. you know, for making a dress. So, so you like bartering, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was quite interesting, in fact. Uh, and everything was organic. Um, uh, building your house, for example, you build your own house. Yeah. You call your friends to help you. You make your bricks, make your own bricks, put them in the sun to dry. Uh, you get somebody in to build it who's an expert. Uh, then you do your roof. You go to the forest and cut some timber and put it on the roof. I showed you that. And yeah. B- and bamboo. You can see in, yeah. in your old house. You yeah, can so see. you put timbers and then bamboo going the other way. And then put some clay on top of that. Yeah. And you go to the mountain and dig the clay up. Right? It's so self-sufficient. It's and although you are poor, we're poor, it's... Completely self-sufficient. It's like you just did what you had to do, didn't you? At yeah, that time. that's right. Yeah, that's right. And but you can feel that. And like I, t- I texted my dad the other day and said how much I love the village, and you said like, well, you should because that's where that's, that's where, where you're from, yeah. really. Yeah. And I, I think like it's all right you telling me these things, but to go there and see it, you really need to see it mm. and feel it. Oh yeah. yeah. And see that even mm. though it's rubble, see the walls mm. and the ceiling and everything. Other people were friendly there. Oh, they were so. Not, we I made friends with the. The guy, the guy. Was, was it Nick, wasn't it? Nick was, who owns a restaurant there. Uh, and he was a great guy. Anything you wanted, he would get for you. Asparagus. <laughs> Asparagus, we whatever, lamb. Lamb, and, yeah. yeah. Even changing money. We, I wanted to change some money and uh, he organised it. You know, yeah, at a good rate as well. <laughs> <laughs> he's one of those people that is good to know, I think. It's good to know, yeah. Whatever you want, he'll find. Definitely. Yeah. And he also had a really nice, made really nice food at his restaurant, so we enjoyed some amazing local lamb, baby yeah. lamb. Yeah. Which was amazing. It was also my dad's birthday when we were there. So all around, it was just such a good trip. And yeah. we also ate really nice food, oh, had yeah. some seafood. Um, we went to the Turkish side in Nicosia, which I found really interesting. Oh, that was brilliant, there. wasn't it? Oh, how would God. you describe that? Oh, I think it was it was absolutely wonderful, uh, and the, especially the desserts they make there. Oh, I mean, they can't beat the desserts. They, the, oh God, there was no. They're out of this world, weren't they? The pistachios. Yeah. I have never tried a pistachio that tastes that. Yeah. It was like a vegetable. It was so yeah. fresh. Yeah, no. The baklava we had was amazing. The Turkish delight was incredible. Yeah. In fact, we ordered too much and we couldn't eat at all. <laughs> <laughs> but and then we there was this little cart. Remember the guy in the cart? Oh yeah, we were selling. Muhalabi. What was he selling? Muhalabi, yes. Oh, which yeah. is both of our favourite thing. Yeah, yeah. Which is basically like a. And the other guy selling oranges in the. Oh, the on a cart. oranges. Oh, they were so sweet, weren't they? Those oranges were the best oranges. Yeah. Mahalabi is like a kind of jelly. Would you say jelly? Um, it's, it's similar to jelly, but it's, it's made with um, cornflour, I think. Yeah, I think yeah? so. 
Um, I don't know exactly how they make it. I think it's cornflour and water, and they put um, rose syrup in it and everything else. It tastes quite nice, actually. It's really simple. It's really cheap yeah. and really nice as yeah. well. Yeah. But it was also great... It, Again, there is a lot of history here, so I would recommend you look it up if you're interested. Cyprus is deep in history, isn't yeah, it? And the yeah, conflict. Yeah. But basically, there's a border through Cyprus, and on one side, it is strict, well, not strictly, but it's mainly Turkish people, and the other side, it's mainly Greek people. That's right. That's yeah. why my And you've got United Nations in the between. You, yeah, United Nations keeping the peace, although mm. there's not really much drama. Nothing so. going on there. But in Nicosia, we, we went through a border, like a checkpoint, to That's go right. to the Turkish side. And, you know, I was so amazed. Everyone was so friendly and it's so cosmopolitan. There are people from all over. Everywhere, yeah. That lady we met from Sweden, That's I That's right, yeah. She owned the shop there, didn't she, in the Turkish side? Yeah. But she, I think she married to a Turkish person. Uh, and she opened a shop in uh, northern Cyprus. And we bought some hammam towels from her. That's which right, yeah. Is, it's such a nice city feeling and such a, like, united feeling as well that it was different to what I was expecting, but it was really interesting, wasn't yeah. it? There's no hostility there whatsoever. Not at all. In fact, everyone was welcome. You didn't mm. feel weird at all, did no, you? No, no, um, none at all. And my dad got some cheap tobacco, which you were really, <laughs> <laughs> really happy about. I couldn't believe the price, actually. <laughs> I think uh, normally in England you pay about £28 for uh, 50 grams of tobacco. In Cyprus, you pay about 14. In the Turkish side, you pay about three pounds. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. Maybe you came I said, sure, are you sure it's only three pounds? He says, yeah, yeah, very cheap here, he says. <laughs> yeah, so we will definitely have to go back there for the uh, delicious desserts and yeah, the cheap tobacco. Yeah. Oh, we'll have to make another trip. I think shortly. this year we will hope. I think maybe the, the end of this year or during the end of the year. I think so. It would be great. Um, yeah. It's just nice to spend the time together. And, you know, life is short. It's good. It was very cold, though, wasn't it? That's the only thing, yeah. It was very cold, and we underestimated it. I think it actually snowed. <laughs> <laughs> we, well, we got a house. We, we, we had a house halfway up the mountain. And I couldn't believe it. One day it was snowing. In Cyprus, I never saw snow in Cyprus in my life. <laughs> it was actually warmer in England. It so. was, yeah. <laughs> But we will plan better next time. But overall, wasn't it just amazing, Dad? It was such a great trip. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was. We'll have to return. And if you're thinking of going somewhere, please just go to Cyprus. I'm sure you'll. I'm sure yeah. people will enjoy it. Yeah, but it. going to Cyprus, uh, yeah, yeah, we've got to make one thing clear. If you go to Cyprus and stay on the beach... Yeah. Uh, like Ayanapa, for example, yeah. you don't see Cyprus. Yeah. Right? The only way to see Cyprus is get yourself a car yeah. and drive around to the villages and meet with people, yeah. talk to people. But they're quite friendly. Don't be ashamed to talk. Just be brave. Be brave because they're very, very friendly. Uh, nobody will, will, will do anything bad if you try to speak to them. Yeah. And where would you recommend they go? Where is the top? Where, where should they aim? Uh, Cyprus is a small place. If you have a car and you've got a, a week to spare, yeah. you can visit the whole of Cyprus. Yeah. Yeah. It's only a small place. But, but be brave. Speak to people. Say hello. Uh, ask them questions and you will not be disappointed. In fact, I think people will be excited to actually... I think people are actually pleased to help you if, yeah. you, if you need anything. I think so. And from your experience, what do you think? Definitely. Yeah. And the village we were staying in is only small, but we already made friends there because people, I think people maybe seem a bit awkward at first, maybe if you're worried, but once you get past that, I think no. you're fine. <laughs> One thing is, though, if you order Greek coffee, please don't drink the, please the, don't the, drink bottom, the, part. <laughs> the bottom part because I think this is a problem. If people aren't familiar, don't drink the bottom, bottom part of the Greek coffee. Yeah. That would be my advice to yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, anything else you'd like to say, Dad? 
Um, no, I think that's about it. I think um, I think Sabra has improved quite a bit, particularly Larnaca, um, as I remember it, because I haven't been there for a few years. But I was ple- pleasantly surprised how how well they develop there. Yeah. Everything looks beautiful. You've got cafes, restaurants everywhere. It was amazing. Around um, the beach as well, so around nice. The be- yeah, and people are friendly. Uh, it's not too expensive. No, it's um, very fair. You know, you can get a very good meal. I mean, I think we, we went there and we got uh, loads and loads of food between us. And it cost us like 50 quid. It was really nice, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. And I'm talking about a lot of food. Oh, it was too, too we, much. Well, well, we, I don't know if you know, but we call it meze. Meze is like lots of small dishes. Uh, and you get about 20 different dishes. And it costs you like £25 a head. Yeah. So it's not a lot. Yeah, it was really nice food as well. And yeah. eat where the Greeks are eating. Ah, yes, that's one. Or where the Turkish people are eating as well. Eat where the locals are eating. That's out. right, yeah. That's very important, actually. Um, go where the locals are. Don't go to the famous places that uh, are all flashy and full of foreigners because you will not get the true Cyprus food. Yeah. Yeah. Go to the villages and go to a, a restaurant in the, in, the, in, the, in the town or somewhere, in the village somewhere. That's where you get the real flavour exactly. of how Cyprus is. Not on the beach. Even in Nicosia. Even though you need to go on the beach, obviously. Of you course. get a bit of some. some, some <laughs> 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 but just be conscious, I think. Try something new, I would say. Somewhere even looks a bit weird. If there are locals there, I would say try it. Try it, yeah. yeah. Um, even in Nicosia, when we went to the place for the baklava, the people eating there were the local people. They were eating there as well. That's right, yeah. Which is a good sign. That's right, yeah. Um, another thing all I would say is that, I don't know, I just think it's an underrated place. Obviously, we're biased, but I do think it has improved a lot, and it's it a lot more Im- welcoming. Even the airport. Do you remember the airport? It wasn't... <laughs> I was funny thing. That's typical Greek, right? Uh, as you go, I went through the airport, and they wanted to see my vaccination records. If the government is listening, this is a lie and a joke. <laughs> <coughs> it's not, it's truth. No. <laughs> I'm covering myself. <laughs> you covering yourself. Anyway, I couldn't get my phone to work. I, couldn't, I didn't have um, internet, so I couldn't access my uh, vaccination records. And the girls, there were two girls there checking, and she thought, okay, you can go. <laughs> as soon as he spoke but a bit of Greek, right? that That's was it, yeah. yeah. But this is the kind of attitude that makes it special, isn't it? It does, yeah. They don't follow the rules completely. No, but right? it's kind of refreshing in a way. Yeah. Um, <coughs> but yeah, it was all, all around great and mm. we can't wait to go back. And hopefully this has encouraged one person at least to go there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be looking forward to it, to go back there. Definitely. Um, so thank you for listening, everyone. If anyone has any questions ever about Cyprus or anything here, just message me, and I can always pass you on to my dad as well. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, what are you going to do for the rest of your day, Dad? Um, we're just going to go around the garden, and uh, we're going to check all the plants uh, and do what's necessary, um, whatever needs doing. I've got no plans at the moment, but I'm sure there'll be something to do. Everything in the garden is growing like oh, it's amazing. Growing, like, beautifully, yeah. 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 This is really a nice time, isn't yeah. it? The warm weather has just made everything blossom, really, hasn't it? It has, yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. But one thing is, we think we've got a mouse, which I'm really excited about. My dad is not so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps eating um, bits and my pieces. strawberries and, yeah. and peas as well. And my peas. peas. Yeah, he has all the peas. I planted a row of peas the other uh, last month. And I put a net over it, so stop the birds going in and, uh, and the squirrels going in. Yeah. 
And would you believe that it was a little mouse, a little tiny mouse, and he managed to get through the net, <laughs> and he ate all my peas. That's so cute. Though. <laughs> I didn't blame him. I said he's got to live as well, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah, we can't be too greedy. And then I checked my strawberries yesterday, and I think that maybe he's been pecking my strawberries as well. Never mind. Everyone. As long as he leaves us some as well. Yeah. So he can have some. We can have some. We we'll share. <laughs> we share. <laughs> we don't mind sharing, do we? I'll leave you with this on the subject of sharing. So regardless of you believe in God or not, when well, I don't think we're particularly religious, are we? Not particularly, no. But we respect it. We and respect We have the culture of our church, Orthodox Church as well and the yeah. rest of it. But Yaya, my dad's mum, my grandma, used to say, when you share, God blesses you. And it gives you double. Gives you double. So if anyone's listening to this, the message I want to leave you with, in honour of all our ancestors is just share just share, share something with share someone. whatever you have if you have one piece of bread cut it in half and let somebody else have the other half yeah always share always share whatever and God you will bless it and whatever version of God you believe in or whoever whatever spirituality you um, kind of subscribe to I think everyone can take that yes, in course, their own yeah. way so Absolutely. that is what I want to leave us with excellent bye bye everyone bye everyone bye. nice talking to you again